I'm going to read from verse 23. No, verse 29, 21, sorry. Mark 9, 21. So obviously he comes to Jesus, tells Jesus that um, your disciples couldn't cast him out and explain to Jesus what was happening to his son. Then he says to him, um, so Jesus says to him, how long? Okay, how long? How long has this been happening to him? And he said from childhood, 22, and often he is thrown into both the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, look at you, he says, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus says to him, if you can believe all things, should let me say all things, are possible to him or her who believes. Immediately, check the response time, people. Not a little while later, immediately, the father of the child didn't even pray. He cried out and said, Lord, with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. The power in this scripture for me personally, I don't want to highlight the unbelief. I want to highlight the response. I want to highlight the honesty. I want to highlight saying the truth. I say it again, I say it every single week. Prayer is telling God the truth. So we could argue that, you know, Jesus didn't even need to use his faith to heal him like that. Jesus needed him to be honest about where he was at. He had to acknowledge that, like, I believe you. Obviously, you, he's come to Jesus. He knows that he can heal. But I said, Lord, help my unbelief. Now, the interesting thing here is that Jesus is asking key questions now. It's been happening since childhood. Let's be honest. If someone you know has been suffering for that long, it's going to affect your faith. Let's just humanize the father for a moment. Amen? His son has been suffering from childhood. But check how quick he was able to respond when Jesus spoke immediately. So when Emmanuel's talking about open heavens, when Aniola's talking about, you know, this opportune time of being passionate, now there's a calling from God of the sensitivity of this hour where, guys, God is doing something. Whether you believe or not, it ain't going to affect what God is doing. God is doing something. Behold, I do a new thing. Now, not tomorrow, not five years from now, now it springs forth. What's the question? Do you not perceive it? So once again, God is challenging our perspective. And my honest truth to all of you guys, if you want to see how God sees, you have to see it through his word. Ephesians 1, 18 
the eyes of your heart, of your understanding, are to be enlightened. Meaning your heart is a lamp that receives light. The Bible says your word is what? A light to what? Hmm. The Bible says in your light, we see light. So there are dimensions to light. And you're not going to see this light if you're not in where? Not your question. If you're not in where, guys? So, when we're talking a new word challenge, guys, hallelujah, when we're talking about what you do in your private life, guys, I need you guys to approach this season with an element of the fear of the Lord, that you know what, there are some things that need to be done in this season. When he prayed for this guy, he says, come out of him and enter him no more. He dealt with, with the present and the future, man, you know? There are some things that God wants to secure, guys, in this season that, us, that is forevermore. If you had any messages on deliverance, they always tell you that, look, it can come back. This one, God said, you ain't coming back. So I, I, I believe there are some... When we look at this unbelief and belief tussle, there are some deep-rooted things, beloved. There are some inward parts, hallelujah. There are some secret places in our hearts that God wants to shine his light on. And like they said already, it can't just happen on a Sunday. There's a level of engagement in this hour. You know, I don't know about you guys, I think we spoke about it at the beginning of the month. We said March will be a time of clarity. If you want clarity, you need focus. If you want clarity, you need to divorce yourself for some things for a moment. If you want clarity, you have to prepare yourself to her. So the greatest deception is that in this season, bare things are happening. And our flesh will try to make us question did God really say it? We're going, to, we're going to be honest here. Amen? Let the sign of opposition let you know that God is speaking. The enemy, he's crafty, man. He will always come after what God has said. Adam and Eve, he came after what God has said. Even Jesus, he came after what God has said. So, so the test of the season now, guys, is that are we going to take God at his word? And how can I take him at his word if I'm not even in the word? I don't know about you, but you should realize in this season now that you need this word daily. Amen? 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 Amen. Daily bread. Amen? There are some things that God wants to deal in this season, Tosan, that are going to come out and never enter again, guys. There are some struggles, habits, whatever you're going through, guys, that God wants to end. And they're not coming back again. All things are possible to him who believes. All things are possible to her who believes. Once again, God is not even asking you to do something, guys. He's asking you to believe. 
Is there anything which you should have learned from the book of John is that God only wants us to do one thing. Believe. Trust. Have faith. He will do it, guys. God is faithful. The further insight, and I'll enter because time is gone. The disciples, as they do, had to come and ask him some questions. So, how come we couldn't cast it out? He says, my friend, some things, this kind, does not come out by nothing but prayer, hallelujah, and fasting. Prayer and fasting. Last week I said to you guys, you have to accept the conditions of this season. He sent his disciples on the job. They couldn't do the work because they hadn't done the condition. Prayer. And for, it's both, you know. You know sometimes when God speaks, we choose one part. If you're anything like me, you choose one part. The convenient part. Hallelujah. But this is not the time for us to pick. Prayer and fasting. What, what, what is God asking of you in this season? This is, this is how you get clarity, guys. If you can't answer that question, you don't have clarity, let that be your prayer point this week. Amen? Amen. What's God asking for in this season? It doesn't have to be one ten-point list. No, it was actually one thing. What's God asking for of you in this season? Your ability to answer that question will birth clarity. Because I really feel that clarity is probably one of the main things here that is hampering our unbelief. That is causing us to sway. When you have clarity, the Bible says that a wise man is strong. And that his knowledge increases his strength. What's what's the Bible saying? In order to be wise, guys, is to be obedient. So sometimes the very thing we're looking for that we think we need to do what God is saying is on the other side of saying yes. It takes faith. It takes faith. When God talks about prayer in Matthew 7, asking you to receive, etc., etc., he says that we should do all of these things because when we do these things, we are fulfilling the law and the prophets. He's teaching us that when you pray, Shala, I want you to go and be the answer of that prayer point to somebody else. That takes faith, Emmanuel, to go and do for someone else what you believe in God to do for you. And that's what prayer is. So you can't pray and ask a thing and then not become the thing. Are you guys, are you guys hearing me today? Seek first the what? The kingdom, not the prayer point. That's why when you're going through financial hardship and we say so, it seems a bit foreign, but the kingdom of God upside down. God is saying, demonstrate that I'm provider by giving me what you have. It takes faith to sow the little that you have and trust that God will provide. Am I lying, guys? But the just shall live by what? Faith. And faith cometh by hearing. And heaven cometh by the word of God. 
What is God saying to you? Amen? So I'll end there because we'll go on beyond time. But I pray you're encouraged today, guys. I pray today that you would do the work necessary to find clarity, which is asking God, what are you saying to me? He will speak, guys. So we'll please rise to our feet. Father, as we enter into the last week of March, God, I'm asking that a grace will fall in this house for us to pray in a secret place. Lord, you know our tomorrow, you know our Tuesday, you know our Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know our end from the beginning. As children, we admit our frailties, oh God. As children, we come in agreement with Romans 8, 26, where we don't know how we ought to pray. Hmm. But the Holy Spirit maketh intercession on our behalf. Hmm. Praying according to the will of God. Father, I pray like Hannah, bring us to a place in the secret place where we become undignified with our prayer, Lord. Some of you, your posture has to change in this season. Your posture, how you pray. Some of you need to become equated with your knees, with the floor, hands raised. The thing about posture is that you are shifting your position. And in the spirit, what that looks like is that you're bringing, you're bringing yourself to a location for where your blessing resides. So for the past six weeks, I think I've heard it every week, change your posture. Look, transition is not stationary, guys. It's time to move. Transition is not comfortable. It's time to move. And your posture is an expression, it's a response to what God is doing how God is moving in your life. And I pray this week you will find your posture. That prayer will prepare you for what you are asking God for. Father, I decree in the name of Jesus, may a spirit of wisdom rest on this house, God. Every day would you give us wisdom on how to fulfill what you ordained for us this day. I pray the grace of Daniel, God, wisdom, knowledge, understanding in all things. Even this last week of March, God, I speak dreams and visions. Even now, we pray over the nights of your children, God. We pray over dream life right now. We ask, oh God, for the Holy Spirit to sanctify that channel even now, God. We will dream dreams and see visions of the Lord. In any way where the enemy has gained access, Lord, as a family, Lord God. Oh, Lord, as the shepherd, oh God, we deny access. We close that gate now in the name of Jesus. We speak the consecrated power of the blood of the Lamb over your dream lives right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray shift 
the timetable, the schedule of your children. May they spend time in prayer before they close their eyes, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May the last thing they see be the scripture. I pray over your company in this season of transition, and I pray the Lord will position you with friends who are like midwives in their spirit. They will put you in remembrance and even shift you into the posture that you need to be in to receive what God is doing in this hour. I pray midwives will speak words of, of prophecy and encouragement and edification to stir up your spirit, man, to not faint not in this season, but to endure to the end. Father, we decree it now. Shift companies in this house, Father. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shift friendships, oh God. Realigning with people who will speak to their future. Even now, I pray in transition. Let there be a realignment of relationships, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, I speak voices of truth. Yeah, we, can't, we canceled every access point to compromise and doubt and unbelief, Father. So as your word says, Father, when it comes to evil, be like infants. May we flee every appearance of anything that contradicts what you are saying. And God, I pray, God, clarity, peace of mind over every child in this house, God. May we know and understand clearly what it is that you are asking of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Y'all may be sitting in the house of God.